What is the gospel? Many people think they know what the gospel is. Many people claim that only we have the gospel and nobody else does. And if you listen to non-Catholics speak, they'll say things like, oh, well, you Catholics don't know the gospel. We have the gospel. We have the true gospel, and you don't know what the gospel is. The problem with this is that many people, even scholars and theologians, can't even agree among themselves about what they think the gospel is about. And there's a lot of controversy regarding that. And if you look in scripture, the word gospel is used over 70 times and it's used in many different ways. And the ways vary quite drastically sometimes. So what is the gospel and what does it take to be saved according to the Bible and according to the Catholic faith? This is what we're going to talk about right after this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Catholic Truth, your place where anyone, anywhere, anytime from any religion can come here to know exactly what the Catholic Church teaches and why, to understand it, and to be set on fire for the Catholic faith. And if you haven't seen our uh, shop yet, check out our new merchandise. We have many new shirts coming. You can be a walking billboard yourself. Jesus started the Catholic Church. Why go anywhere else? So we have many different shirts on our site, so make sure to check those out if you have not yet. We also have mugs and bumper stickers and t-shirts and other things as well. So check that out at thecatholictruth.org and check out our social media and our Patreon and PayPal if you'd like to support our ministry below. Many people say the gospel is just about believing in Jesus. You just believe in Jesus and then you're saved, except that the Bible itself does not teach this, and it's an overly simplistic interpretation of what the gospel is. It's a part of the gospel, yes, we agree, but it is not the full gospel. And again, many people disagree on what they think the gospel is, and even scholars, Protestant scholars, can't even agree among themselves about what the gospel is. But if you read the gospels, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you will not find just people just believing. That's not in there. And you won't find Jesus just dying and rising from the dead. People have, I guess, watered down the gospel to just this little thing. But the gospel as a whole is much more than that. The gospel is used in many different ways. And throughout scripture, there are two different responses to the gospel. One of those responses is faith, which we must have, which we can see in Acts 15.7 and Ephesians 1.13, just for example. But the other response is obedience. And we can see this in 1 Peter 4.7, Romans 1.5, and Romans 10.16, among other verses as well. So we need faith and obedience for the gospel. So if we're going to water down the gospel just to the most simplest nutshell concept, really what it is is faith and obedience in Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. That is what the gospel is. But if we open that up and explain that a little, basically, here it is. Here's how to be saved. First, we have to realize that sin separates us from God. It says that in Romans chapter 5 and throughout the New Testament. And in fact, Romans 6.23 says that the penalty for sin is death. So sin separates us from God, and it has since the days of Adam and Eve when they pushed God away and refused to be obedient to him. So sin separates us, and we cannot save ourselves. We cannot earn our way to heaven. We cannot work our way to heaven. We would have to be perfect to do that, because every sin against God is an infinite sin against his infinite majesty, and we could never pay back an infinite debt. So we need a Savior, and that is the good news where Jesus Christ came into 
to this world. Yes, we deserve death because of our sins, but Jesus loved us so much that he did not want us to die, so he chose to become a man in the person of Jesus Christ, and he died in our place. He died for us on the cross to atone for our sins and to set us free so that we could have our sins forgiven and so that we could go to heaven. If he did not die on the cross, we could not be saved. But the good news is he did die on the cross, and because of his death and resurrection, we can be saved. How does that happen? Well, that's part of the problem where people disagree, but historically, all down through Christianity, back to the earliest Christians, which is the historic, true Christian gospel, is that we have to come to Jesus Christ through faith through repentance, and through baptism, and of course through obedience and living out the gospel out of love for Christ and by his grace. So faith, repentance, and baptism are needed. They're all part of the gospel. And if you read the New Testament, you will see that faith is absolutely necessary. We need to believe in Christ. We need to trust him as our Savior. But we also need to repent of our sins, as it says in Acts 2.38 and 2.39. And without repentance, we cannot be saved because we have to acknowledge our sins. We have to give them to Jesus. And we have to let Jesus' body and blood, what he did for us on the cross, forgive our sins and reconcile reconcile us back to God. So when we trust in him and we have faith in him and we give our lives to him, he forgives us our debt and he reconciles us to God and he fills us with the Holy Spirit and gives us new life. And this happens especially at baptism because Jesus said, unless you are born again through water and the spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. This refers and has always referred back to the earliest days of Christianity to baptism. And in fact, 1 Timothy 4 says we have to die with Christ if we ever want to live with him. How do we die with him? According to the Bible, it's through baptism, Romans 6, 1 through 11, which is why Mark 16, 16 says, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. Notice the and is baptized. And also Acts 2, 38 says, repentance and baptism are necessary for salvation. So we see faith uh, repentance and baptism as part of the gospel, as part of being saved. And then, of course, you can't just intellectually assent to Jesus. Yes, we believe. Oh, good, we're going to heaven. No, the Bible says you must have obedience. And Paul talks several times about the obedience of faith. If you love Christ, you will follow him. You will love him. You will give your life to him. You will obey his commandments and you will do his will. In fact, John chapter 15 says that if you don't follow the commandments, you don't love Jesus. He who loves me follows my commandments. And 1 John chapter 2 verses 3 through 4 says that if you do not follow the commandments, but you claim to love Jesus, then you're a liar, and the truth is not in you. So not only do we have to have faith in Christ, and we have to be renewed and receive new life in the Holy Spirit in Him, then we have to go live out that faith out of love for Christ by His grace, of course, because we can't have faith, we can't do works, we can't do anything without the grace of God. And then, so by His grace and by our love, we go live out our faith for Christ. And if we live for him till the end of our life and we stay faithful to him, we will be saved. Listen to what 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 3 says. And our video editor is having the time of her life on her honeymoon right now, so you will not get the words on the screen like you usually do, and you'll have to put up with me reading to you. But listen to what it says. It says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, and which you have received, and which you stand. So, 
Paul has preached to them the gospel, and they stand in it. And he says, by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to what I preach to you, unless you hold in vain. And so he's talking about delivering them the gospel. Them, they believe the gospel. They're living the gospel. And he says, if you continue to live the gospel, because it's currently saving you, he uses the present tense, meaning we're currently being saved by living the gospel, by staying faithful to Christ. And if we do to the end, we will be saved. And the word gospel uh, from the Greek comes down to us, and we get the word evangelism from that. And the gospel of evangelization can be summed up in Matthew 28, 19, which says this, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Lo, I am with you even till the end of the age. So this sums up the gospel in a nutshell. Notice that authority has been given to Christ. He gave it to the disciples. They are now in charge of the church. They have his authority, and they are commanded to go make disciples of all nations, which means they're going to go tell everyone about Christ and help people to believe in Christ. But not only that, that they all have to be baptized, and they have to observe everything that Christ has commanded us. So again, faith and obedience faith, repentance, and obedience, and of course, baptism. Read the writings of the earliest Christians for the first 300 years of Christianity, the most pure, pristine Christians, and this unanimously was the gospel. Just believing, and that's it. That is not heard of in the history of the Christian church. That is not the gospel. It's a piece of the gospel. It's a brick in the wall of bricks, and it is not what the gospel truly is. Just believing is not biblical. In order to get that kind of gospel, all you have to do is take a couple verses out of context and ignore the rest of the New Testament. The true gospel is faith and obedience to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you would like more information on this, or if you would like to see a, a, a debate that we had recently with a Protestant on this topic about how are we saved? Are we saved just by believing in Christ and we automatically go to heaven? Or is there more to it? We will link that above if we remember, or we will link it at the end. And if we don't, remind us we will give you that link. And it's a recent video, so check that link out. And check out many of our videos, which will help you to explain and defend your faith. And if you like what we do, please consider supporting our ministry. And remember to check out our website, thecatholictruth.org forward slash shop to get your merchandise, to be a walking billboard for Jesus Christ, to share the gospel, to evangelize. And sometimes you don't even have to use words. You just wear the t-shirt. And I've had several people compliment my t-shirt recently. It's also a good conversation starter. I want to take a moment just to thank our patrons for supporting this ministry, for it doesn't exist without you. We can't share the gospel without you. We can't preach the gospel without you. You are our help, and God blesses us through you, so thank you. And we ask other people to consider supporting our fast-growing ministry. We're continually hiring people, bringing on new staff, trying to grow, and trying to reach more people for Jesus Christ. So please check out our PayPal please check out our Patreon. Consider becoming a patron, even monthly, and that will help us to reach the world with the gospel. Lastly, check out our social media below. Please make sure to share this video. Share it with everyone. Get the true gospel out there. You are our 
evangelizers. You are the ones who share these videos, like these videos, and help more people to see them. And you, we all, as a family, as a team, work to help people to get the true gospel. So please share this video, like this video, and feel free to leave a comment or a question down below. And if you have any private specific questions, there's a link down below as well. Please check out our social media and our podcast down below. Thank you so much for watching, and God bless.